What's in a name? That's what Juliet once asked Romeo. What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Uh, We all know of Shakespeare's famous play and the feuding families, the star-crossed lovers. And this one short line captures the tragedy of it all and it's one of Shakespeare's most famous. For Juliet, a name is just this meaningless label. It doesn't define who you are. Now we can empathise with Juliet's sentiment, can't we? But in the Bible, names are extremely important. They do have meanings. And often their meanings are meaningful. They either describe the person or were a message of some kind. So one of our readings was from the prophet Isaiah. And Isaiah would have at least two kids. And he would name them Shijashab, meaning a remnant will return. And here's a mouthful. You ready for this one? Mahashalal Hashbaz, meaning plunder and carry away. Or another prophet, Hosea, he had three kids. God scatters, no mercy, and not my people. All these names are messages from God to his people. Now, we don't generally send a message when we name our kids. Uh, We may pick a name because we like its meaning, um, because of some association that we have with it, because perhaps there's some family history to it. Um, We might pick a name simply because we like the sound of it. I presume that's why Jamie Oliver named his five kids Poppy Honey Rosie and Daisy Boo Pamela and Petal Blossom Rainbow and Buddy Bear Morris and River Rocket. Parents are becoming more creative when it comes to to naming their kids. Although, um, interestingly, uh, still the most popular names, baby names in Australia in 2023 were Charlotte and uh, Oliver. Well, for the last few weeks here at TMPC, we've been looking into the throne names given to Jesus in Isaiah 9.6. It's um, up here on the wall for us, actually. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And the name Wonderful Counselor reveals that No one counsels him. He has wise counsel to offer us. And ultimately in his death on the cross, the Bible says he has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness and holiness and redemption. And the names Mighty God and Everlasting Father, they declare his deity. Jesus would be a divine warrior who would fight for his people. And yet he would be perfectly Father-like in the way that he protects and provides for us. And finally, the name Prince of Peace reminded us that he made peace for us with God through his blood shed on the cross. And he also calls us. As far as it depends on us to live at peace 
with everyone. Well, I just thought for Christmas Eve, uh, we're just going to spend a few minutes thinking of another name that Jesus is given in Isaiah. It appears also in Matthew, and that is the name Emmanuel. The name appears in, in Matthew in the middle of a classic retelling of the birth of Jesus. We had it read to us uh, just then. These verses have it all, right? Intrigue, scandal, dreams, angels. And then we read this. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will give birth, will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, this is not new news, okay? That is, uh, God's people, their leaders, etc., knew of this prophecy since the time of Isaiah, hundreds of years. But they never thought, they never thought that it should be taken literally, that God would actually become a person. They believed it was predicting the coming of some great leader through whose work figuratively speaking, would mean God would be present with his people. But actually in Jesus, it is literally fulfilled. Jesus is literally God with us. It's good news, right? Except it kind of depends. Kind of depends. See, it could have gone either way. See, for much of the Bible... Anytime anyone ever drew near to God, it was terrifying. God appeared to Abraham as a smoking furnace. Or he appeared to Israel as a pillar of fire. Appeared to Job as a Category 5 cyclone. When Moses asked to see his face, God replied, No one may see me and live. Terrifying. God is so good. God is so great that God with us should strike us with fear. That is until we truly know Him and know how God turned bad news into good news by sending Jesus as our Emmanuel. See, when God showed up in Jesus, he didn't come as a firestorm or a whirlwind. He came as a baby. Now, I'm a baby person, okay? Is there such a person? I feel like there is. I'm a baby person. They're very cute. But they're helpless little things, aren't they? If you're a parent, you'll appreciate this. But not everyone does until they have kids of their own. When we had our first, we uh, had a, a voucher given to us, gifted to us as a family to have our first ever family photo shoot, right? And it was, it was a nice to capture that moment in our lives, but it very quickly became clear that the photographer was not a baby person. I'm sure he liked kids. Um, but he couldn't quite grasp how helpless babies were, right? He kept on asking if we could just you know, get our two-week-old to just wake up and uh, open her eyes and just sort of look at the camera, smile even. Eventually he, um, he gave up, did what he could with a baby who 
could not pose for the photo, even if she wanted to. Why would God come this time in the form of a baby rather than as a smoking furnace or a pillar of fire or as a Category 5 cyclone? And the answer is that because this time he has come not to bring judgment but to bear it for us. Which is why he goes by the name Jesus. Uh, While Joseph is trying to figure out a way out of a potentially very embarrassing situation, an angel appears to him in a dream and says, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Now, I find that curious because it doesn't exactly match the prophecy, does it? Well, Isaiah says that the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. But instead, Joseph is to give him the name Jesus, which means God saves. Why the, why the difference? Why the, the clarification Because, friends, God with us is only good news if God comes to save us and not judge us. See, the name Emmanuel was a little ambiguous. Was God going to come and judge his people? Or was God going to come and save his people? But by taking the name Jesus, God makes clear that he was coming not to judge the world, but to save the world. And do we need saving? You don't have to look very far for very long to see the consequences of sin. Our sin, even. And this is why the name Jesus is such good news. And we believe God gave him the name that is above every name that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Every knee. The earliest Christians made this claim, and we claim it too, that salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. For Juliet, a name was a meaningless label. And it turns out that Romeo, very willing to change his name to please her. But the name Jesus is a message from God to you. God has come to save his people. That's the good news of the gospel. That is what we're celebrating when we celebrate Christmas. And the Christmas story does not just tell us who Jesus was, but who Jesus is, who Jesus is for us as his people today. See, uh, Matthew 1 begins um, by revealing Jesus as Emmanuel. You flick over to the end of Matthew, Matthew 28. This is after Jesus was dead and buried. And yet suddenly he's alive and well again. And he appears to his disciples and he says, Surely I'm with you always. Surely I'm with you always the very end of the age. 
And friends, I just think this short reflection this evening on the name Emmanuel, God with us, leads us to ask this. Are you with him? Are you with him? And in the Gospels, being with Jesus means being in his presence and conversing with him and learning from him and having his comfort moment by moment. And this is a sort of relationship he offers to you today. So this Christmas, Jesus invites you to call upon his name and enjoy his presence now. For he is the wonderful counsellor and mighty God and everlasting Father and Prince of Peace. He is Emmanuel, God with us. Let me quickly pray for us. Heavenly Father, we pray that we may know the experience this Christmas of your coming to us in the person of your Son, in the power of your Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.